Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. You are in for a treat because today is going to be an extra special episode of the show. To be honest with you, I'm super excited and I hope you are too. Before we get started, I just want to acknowledge you. If you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. This is the I Love Success podcast where we give you the tools to you know, create a better life, more balance, more money, more happiness. Whatever it is that you want, you will find ideas for some from some of the best people in the world. We're talking about people that have been outside in space. We're talking about people that have survived 9-11. We're talking about UFC champions. We're talking about some of the best entrepreneurs in the world. TED speaker, New York Times bestsellers, you name it. I could start name dropping them all here, but I don't want to do that because every person is unique and so are you. Your story is unique or are unique. I'm not, my English is not my first language. So please let me know what it is and I can learn too. That, that's, that's how life is, you know, grow or die. That's why we're here today. So just a quick question before we get started. When in your life did you have a dream that you gave up on? And why did you give up on that dream? Let's just take a pause and, 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 and think about that for, for a second. Yeah, I mean, if I look at my life, there, there are many times when I wanted to give up. And, and this show is specifically focused on why you want to give up on your dreams. And I think we all felt that at some point. And I think there's a reason why the universe had connected us here right now to speak to each other and, you know, connect. So I've met a lot of people in my life. If you don't know me, I was an eight-time national karate champion, a world medalist. I competed for the national team for over 10 years, traveling the world. I, I met a lot of big performers uh, that, you know, managed to cut through the noise and become world champions. Uh, in my professional life, I'm in sales, I'm in real estate, and it's it's always very competitive. And you see people that, you know, keep pushing through and succeed, but not only do they succeed, they're also happy. Because performance without happiness, I think that's so sad. And it's it's so common because when you go after a dream, it sometimes you get so caught up on achieving that goal or that outcome that you miss out on the journey or you sacrifice other things. I know you might not be able to have it all at once, but a life of balance and happiness with family and friends, that is success for me to be healthy, but also to have the money you want and excel in the career, impact people. I mean, my job here and my mission here is to help at least 10 million people to go after their dreams. And I mean, that's it's a big mission for me. Uh, the, the town I'm from has 100,000 people. The country I'm from, Sweden, has 9 million people. This means if I, if, if or I should say when, because I have decided to do it, when I succeed, it means that I've been able to impact more people than the country that I was born in. And for me, that's that's a pretty big deal. And I take it very seriously. But, or and, I need to find a way to have fun during the way and also realize that there are no guarantees in life. And I think 
today's subject when we're going to talk about why you want to give up on your dreams. And I know everyone, if, everyone that has played life at a high level have at some point wanted to give up on their dreams. And that's, that's perfectly okay. The question is not if you had that thought. The question is what do you do with it? So let's take it from the beginning. Everyone, almost everyone that I've met in my life has a dream or has has had a dream. And the sad thing that I've seen with so many amazing people is that most people don't even try. I mean, isn't that sad? And I think I know for a fact I've been I've been in the same position. Uh, I can talk about that when I was when I was a kid. I mean, my my walls were filled with Bruce Lee and Jean Claude Van Damme posters. I wanted to be an actor like Bruce Lee and Van Damme. But what did I really do to become an actor like Bruce Lee and Van Damme? Not really much. Instead, I became a martial artist. I became a world medalist. I managed, I still had a dream of coming to LA and Hollywood and I did that, but becoming an actor, I really never tried. And asking myself the questions right now, I know that my goals and dreams changed, but I wish I would have taken more drama classes. I wish I would have, you know, auditioned for one or two movies or do something local, something fun. I wish I would have done that. And why, why didn't I try? Because most likely, and to be honest here, heart to heart, I was afraid of failing. The good thing is I've learned that lesson. I'm taking that with me. And now in my life, I know I'm afraid a lot of times, but I still do it. And we're going to talk about the process of still doing it and how you can implement that in your life as well, because you are a badass. You, you don't have to you know, look, look like a king or a queen in order to do that. It's just, it's just a process, and we're going to walk you through that today. I think the most... Why do most people don't try? And, and correct me if I'm wrong here, and please reach out to me on social and, and tell me what you think about this. And most people listen to others that are not successful. For example, you, you live in a small town or... Uh, you have and you have a dream of writing a book. You don't know anybody who has written a book, so you tell them about your dream, and they look at you and say, "Ah, oh, no, you you can't do that." And, and a lot of times, it's your friends, it's your mom, it's your dad, it's your teacher, which is so sad. Uh, and when they tell you tell you that, a lot of times, like, "Hey, oh yeah, that's just a really ridiculous idea," and you continue towards the path of unfulfillment and towards the path that is easy, but it's taking you away from the life you want. I mean, I know for a fact, if I wouldn't have gone, like as a martial artist, if I wouldn't have gone to my first national team training camp, I would have missed out on traveling to 30 countries. I would have missed out on fighting on the highest level and get my ass whooped and then come back stronger and learning from that and building a mindset that could overcome anything. I would have missed out on that if I just w- took that first step, if I listened to the people in my city because I wasn't good. Um, 
fortunately, I had a father that believed in me. But even if you don't have that, there's always somebody that's going to believe in you. And if there's no nobody around there, you got to start believing in yourself. The, I think the second thing why most people who never try that has a dream is that it feels hard. Let's talk about feelings for a moment. Feelings are a lot of times come from fear or or the unknown. So you let your fears, uh, you let your feelings take over, and. If you look at the best of the best, the pros, the performers in the world, they don't act on feelings all the time. I don't feel like working out or I don't feel like uh, writing this extra page or I don't feel like going to school. I don't feel like going to work today. Fuck that. People that are professionals and part of my language, by the way, it just feels better sometimes to, to be to be honest about it because we, 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 all, we all curse sometimes. The pros, they're committed to something and they go out and do it. You know, they're out there no matter what. And, and believe me, that's hard. I've, I've been at competitions where I've been fighting a world champion. And I've, I think I, th- I remember the first time I was selected to go to the junior European championships. I think it was back in 2005 or something like that in Thessaloniki, Greece. And my first, my first fight was with a guy called Rafael Agaev and he he's I mean he's still competing he's the best of all time but at that time he was a junior just like me but a European and I think he was a world champion at, at the same time I really didn't know that I just saw that he was pretty good and at that time you know I knew in a way that he was much better than me and that most likely he was going to win but I decided that I'm going to put up a fight and I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, win. And if I can't win, at least perform to the best of my abilities. Because isn't that a win? You know, if you're competing with people that are much better than you and if you perform to the best of your abilities, isn't that a true win? In I mean, in weightlifting, you have your personal best. In running, you have it. Uh, but in in life, sometimes we it's hard to measure what is performing at the best of your abilities. Either way, the fight went on and, you know, I, I lost. I lost big time. I think I lost fairly quickly. But I put on a fight and I can see in his eyes that he respected me. And I respected myself. And th- the great thing was that I competed for Sweden and my, my native country of Macedonia, their team came and the coach said, hey, you're a real fighter. And he told one of, one of his uh, team students, you know, or t- teammates, give him a shirt. So I got that Macedonian shirt. I think ha- I still have it somewhere. And that was my favorite shirt because it represented something in me that I was proud of. It represented me doing my best even when it was hard, even when I knew that I most likely would lose. Fast forward many years later, I became a champion. I won a lot of fights. You know, I I became a champion of my own own mindset. I managed to create a great life and, and go after my dreams. And, you know, we face challenges every day. But 
if you always listen to the feeling, it feels hard. Of course, it's going to feel hard. A dream is going to stretch your goals. And we can talk about that pretty easily. If you want to become, let's say, an amazing podcaster like Tom Bilyeu, for example. I had him on the show, episode 201, or Dave Asprey, episode 200. If you want to be, be like them and you know impact so many people, you know, what would you do? Would you ask somebody that had never had a podcast, hey, uh, how, what do you think about me starting a podcast? Or would you start researching these people? What are they doing? Maybe you can get in touch with them like I did, uh, but it took a very long time, but you can read their articles. There's so many articles on how Joe Rogan did it and so many other people. And for them, of course, if you ask them, is it hard? Does it, how does it feel? They're going to give you the path on how to get there. If you ask somebody that has never started a podcast and for them it sounds like a lot of work, it's going to feel hard just like it does for you right now and most likely you're just going to continue with your day. And honestly, this is so sad for me. I, I see people all the time that is that are you know, trying uh, to pump themselves up with the dream and then... This, they start giving themselves reason on why not to do it. And, you know, there's always a reason why not to do it. Life, life is too short. And, you know, you lose energy when you think about that. To be honest with you, I mean, I've lost energy in the last couple of months because I've started thinking negative patterns. And it could happen to anybody. I see myself as an amazing performer, I see myself as an amazing human being. I really love myself. I love my mission. I love my life. But sometimes I start feeding into the negative. And what happens? It's, it's a slippery slope. It's a downward spiral. You lose energy. And if you don't have energy, you're not able to fight those demons, the feelings that are telling you, stay in bed. Don't go to the gym. You can, you can do that later. It's, it's so... It's so easy to feed into that and just go on and what happens, life happens and then you die. Sorry for being so harsh, but it's it's reality. I mean, we see it all around us and I I mean, my father, I love I love him. I love him so much and he he has never been sick in his whole life. Never a day off work more than 40 years. He always showed showed up. And he, he got sick a couple of weeks ago, lost weight, and he, he got scared and I got scared. And, uh, you know, it, it makes us realize that everything is ever changing. Just because every, you're always good doesn't mean that you're going to be good in the future. So take care of yourself and, and take advantage of the life you have. It uh, doesn't mean that you're going to stress yourself out and don't feel good about anything you do and push yourself till you die. No, it means to play at the best level. Like now when my father is, is, is healthy again, we're talking about doing all this stuff, you know, buying things that we have been dreaming about and, you know, just hanging out more and forging that relationship because you realize that time is short. And I, I think most of us walk around and think that we're going to be here on this planet forever and that's why I try to adopt the mindset of a martial artist, which is one day, one lifetime. Every day, show up as a champion. 
kiss your family, say that you love them, go out in the world, you know, treat people with respect, do what's right, do the best thing you you can do, have fun. And at the end of the day, if you're still around, hey, it was a great day. Sorry again to be so harsh. And this is episode 238 of my podcast. This is actually only the second time I'm riffing by myself. I wanted to do this a little bit more because I want to start sharing what I have learned uh, as well as bringing on amazing guests. So please let me know what you think. Uh, I'm sorry if it you're not if I'm not living up to the standards that you expect from me yet. And I mean this is new for me just talking to a microphone for 40 minutes an hour it it's it's hard. But I'm not doing what I'm feeling. I'm doing what I'm committed to do. And I want to help people. I want to give more to the world. So how can I do that best? By challenging myself. And here I am doing this. So, I mean, everyone has a dream. But not everybody goes after it. So you want to give up on your dreams sometimes because... You listen to others and it feels hard, but it, there's a much better way. And let, let's talk about that for a second. As I told you, you should listen to the right people. And again, you don't have to know those people because a lot of times people say, hey, I want a mentor. I want to do this. I want to do that. Dude, you got YouTube, you got podcasts, you got books, you got blogs, you got vlogs. You don't need, I mean, ideally, it would be great if at someday you can have somebody next next to you that is going to push you to that level, but you don't need that. No matter where you are in the world, you just need an internet connection. Even if you don't have that, you, you can find a book, hopefully, or, or something like that to at least get a little bit more information and get that mentor. And let's talk about the gap for, for a while. So... The gap is the difference between where you are now and where you want to be. When you have a dream, you're going to realize that there is a gap. Most likely, if you're challenging yourself, there is a huge gap. For example, when I decided to start my podcast, zero people to 10 million. That's a big, big gap. Or when I decided I wanted to become a world medalist and I couldn't even... Uh, I had it in, I think I had won one local competition. It's it's a huge gap, and and that gap is scary, and uh, it makes you nervous, and it makes you uh, paralyzed. Basically, it makes you stop doing things. It it, it makes you fear afraid of talking about it. It, it, it gives you all that the world and, and the universe, not the universe, but the world and your mind will give you all the reasons why not to do it until you get started, until you get started. So you, you should plan and you should set goals and you, do, you should do all of those things. Check out the goal book. Uh, it's on Amazon, on my website, ilovesuccess.co. You can get two chapters for free. And you get the whole roadmap. Maybe we'll do a show about set, how you actually set great goals. And But really doesn't matter. Uh, the most important thing is to start the action, to start getting there. And for most things, it's it's rather, rather simple. Never set a goal unless you plan on doing something today to get closer to it. 
For example, I decided I'm going to start a podcast. What was the next step? Yeah, decide when is the first show due because a dream is good, but a goal is a written down dream with a deadline. So let me tell you that one more time. A goal is a written down dream with a deadline, which means you have to have a deadline. So I had a deadline for when my first show was going to be recorded and I didn't know shit, which is quite interesting, right? There's a huge gap, but I had made a decision and a pro compared to an amateur does what? He doesn't act on his feeling of feeling small, of being shit scared. He, is that a word? Shit scared? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, uh, he, he just makes that commitment. I did make that commitment. I, I spoke to my, my neighbor at WeWork, Eric, and said, hey, can I borrow your mic because I'm recording a show? Then I asked Sky, another, another guy at WeWork who was an Olympian, do you want to be my first guest on my show? He said yes. And here, I had a schedule, date, and I had a microphone. I didn't even know that you needed a software to record, but that, that's a whole nother story. Uh, the day is coming. I think it was a Sunday. I wanted to be, do it when there was no one in the office because, again, I was so nervous. And, I mean, it doesn't really matter. If you want to do things when nobody's watching, I think that's great. Like, if you, if you don't have the confidence yet to show the world what you're doing, you know, work, work on it. Work it in your garage or work secretly, but believe in yourself. Believe that you, you can do it. Here I was, the day came, I got a text from Sky saying, hey, I have a sore throat, can we postpone it? And like, no, we can't postpone because my show is due in a couple of days. And the, sec the second, um, uh, I mean, he responds, okay, let, let's do it, I'll do it. And then the funny thing and something that makes me so grateful about life, I had made a commitment. I've decided I'm going to do this. And when you truly make a commitment, I promise you the universe or whatever you want to call it is going to give you hints and help to, to accomplish what you want to do. So what happened to me is that one of my great friends, Malik, who knows a lot about audio and I think he's in technical engineer, or I don't know what, what it's called, but he brought another friend who had this amazing equipment and software, and, and I didn't even ask for it, but they came, and they started recording the podcast for me, and hence today, 238 episodes later, I'm still working with Toby, shout out to you, my man, you're the... You're the guy that has helped grow this show and you're, you're always around, you're always helping out. So thank you so much. And that was just universe way of rewarding me because I made a decision. You know, the first, I think two or three months, I decided to do one show every other week, bi-weekly. And everything was supposed to be in person. And then after three or four months, I said, I'm going to release one show weekly. I did that for up to, I think, episode 173. Then this pandemic hit and I didn't know what to do. Should I stop recording? Should I, because I always wanted to do it eye to eye uh, in person or what should I do? No, I, I found a new way. I was doing it through Zoom for the past year or so. I think we're going back to you know, in person soon, which I'm super grateful for. Uh, 
and, and I mean, last year, I think I released 70 shows or something instead of 52. I just, just keep leveling up and learning. I mean, am I growing every month? No. Sometimes I go, go down in downloads and I feel like, oh, what am I doing? I, I've been doing this for so long and I, I'm going down in downloads. But then I, I keep pushing through and I come back and I come back stronger than, than ever. And I'm helping more and more people. I've had people reaching out to me from Sweden, Dubai, Australia, Germany. I mean, it's, it's incredible to have listeners, I think in 40, 50 countries now. And all of that just happened because I made the decision to go out and try, to do it, to don't ask for like the feeling of that I can't do it. That's it. And how did a dream start for me doing a podcast? Because of London Real. I love that show with Brian Rose. Shout out to you. Uh, I know a lot of people have listened to his show and many other shows and had the dream of doing making their own show, but they just didn't because it, it felt felt that they couldn't do it. And here I'm giving you permission and say, hey, whatever it is that you want, there is a chance that you can actually accomplish it. A big chance. But you got to get started. And you got to get out of your feelings and realize that there is a gap. And how do you bridge a gap? You do it step by step. And that's it. So now for me, everything that I, 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 I do in my life, my goal is to take at least three steps every day towards, you know, my, my big gap. And I know three steps a day is thousand steps a year, 10,000 steps in 10 years. And I know for sure, if I do that, that I'm going to get some type of traction and I'm seeing it in my life, you know, am I exactly where I want to be? No. Is my life much better than I would have imagined? Yes. Am I healthy right now? Yes. Am I happy right now? Yes. So what else do you want? If you're struggling right now, if you're unhealthy, if you've been sick, just want to say, I love you. You don't have to compare your goals with anybody else's. A small goal for you might be a big goal for me and reverse. You're not competing against me. You are here to do your own thing. And whatever that is, go for it. We're here to support you. Please reach out to me uh, if I can help in any way. So let's talk about you guys that are on your way. You started this business or you've started, you know, reaching out to people to start a podcast or you're on your way to become a professional soccer player or a musician or an actor or finding that dream partner of yours. And, and right now you're struggling. You, you want to give up and... You know, that happens. That happens a lot. If, if, if you're going to reach, you know, your mountain, there are going to be times where you want to quit. And let me share one moment in my life. I think this was January 2008. I, I always wanted, to, like, Tokyo World Championships in Karate was in Tokyo 2008. And it was supposed to be held in Nippon Budokan, which is, you know, a historical arena. And if you're a martial artist and a karateka, it's the dream to come and compete in that place. And 
I, I have decided that I really wanted to go go there, but you have to qualify. And, and Sweden, the national team, unfortunately, don't have a big budget. I, I didn't know how many people they were going to bring. So I didn't, I knew that I, it wouldn't even be enough for me to be best in my division. I have to be like among the two, three best guys in the whole country, all divisions in order to be selected. And there we are in Paris, one of the qualifying uh, competitions. I mean, it's January 2008, Paris Open. Uh, I'm pumped, but I'm also I'm also completely drained out because I've been training so hard. Uh, I've been working because, unfortunately, as martial artists, sometimes we don't you don't make money as in the national team. Uh, it's not a professional sport in that way, unfortunately. That's why I, I, I shout out to everybody who fights for for a dream where there's very little uh, money involved because you have to find those uh, that elsewhere. Anyway, uh, no excuses. Uh, it was it was what it was, and I lined up. I was fighting a French guy, and he he you know he he wrapped me up and sent me home and basically. 30 seconds and then then there was the open division I think the same thing happened with a, like a heavy dude from Kazakhstan and it hurts so much when I'm thinking about this because here I was I wanted to go to Tokyo to the world championships and I couldn't get past the first round and again Paris Open is the biggest open competition in karate so there's there's a lot of great fighters there and they the, the people that I fought was amazing but I didn't even perform to the best of my ability. Either way, the night comes, I'm sitting in, in a corner of my hotel room in Paris and, and crying. I'm devastated. Where are my dreams? I, I just see I just see my dreams slipping away and like all and I started asking myself, is all those years of training karate a waste, you know? I can't get it even get past the first round. It hurts because I got beaten as well. And there's so such a tough moment for me and and then it knocks on the door and and uh, one of my teammates says hey it's time for evaluation with the coaches in their hotel room and i'm thinking to myself like what what evaluation i <laughs> there's nothing to evaluate here it was i did nothing uh, say so, yeah you gotta go uh, so i start walking with tears in my eyes and my head down and my shoulders shrugged and 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 just looking like i'm so defeated because literally i i am and i, I walk into the room and my coaches starting asking me like hey how how can we talk about today and like evaluate this uh performance of yours and i, I just told him there, there was no performance and I, i'm so sorry that I, that I didn't live up to my own expectation and and yours and that's that's the moment in my life that I realized having people that care about you and that believe in you is so so important you got to be around those people especially if you want to perform at a high level and you need to be one of those people for yourself as well because my coaches they looked at me in my eye and said hey you know it happens to everybody and you can't perform always, but we believe in you. They reach out the hand to me and said, we believe in you. We want you to go to Tokyo. Uh, here's a couple of other competitions. If you perform there, we'll, we'll give you a shot. And 
wow, something happened to me. And I was like, these people believe in me even though I did not perform today. And you need those people in your life. I said it before, you know, find those people and get rid of those that don't believe in you and at least learn to handle them. Because if you're in a national team like me, there's going to be two or three other guys in in the weight division that, you know, we were best friends, but we're still competing for the same position. So, of course, they want, they want them to do better. And that's just how it is. You got to learn to deal with competition. That, that's part of life. But have those people in your corner, like family or coaches that truly, truly believes in you and also truly believe in yourself. Either way, I, that made me happy. And given, given my circumstance, I told you I was overworked and burned out. Basically, I had blood in my stool. I had uh, problems with my stomach. And uh, because I was as overstressed and, and wanted to perform at this high level and I, I couldn't. So I started asking myself, like, hey, should I just give up? They, these people told me that they believe in me, and I believe in myself. This, this is it. I, I could have given up and said, no, Tokyo wasn't for me, and given myself all these bullshit excuses to not, you know, go after what I really wanted. I mean, it's a huge gap for me to be a you know, world champion or go to a world championship, even being selected was a huge gap for me. Either way, I did what I decided to do something that I always do when I'm not I'm not in a good space. I go back to having fun. Why did I start karate in the first place? You know, I, I watched Karate Kid, my my father, my sensei said, come on, train with us, have fun. And and that's what I did. And then eventually now here I am and everything is so serious. Fuck that. I went back to having fun. I went back to, you know, coming back to my best self. And slowly I became better and better. And I let go of my anxiety to perform. And the great thing about this was very, very simple. And that is, I did not start performing right away. But a couple of months later, I was in pretty good shape. We went to the Nordic Championships in Iceland. Uh, I performed very well and uh, in the open category with all weight divisions, I was so close to reaching the final. Uh, either way, I had to uh, had to fight for the bronze and I, I fought the the local talent there and, and, and I was losing. I came back and I won in a, in a very cool fashion in the last seconds. Also uh, was on, on TV on Iceland. We had a great time there. Uh, European championships a couple of months later performed very well and then went to Tokyo. One of my big dreams came true and, you know, it felt so good. And that was one of the best trips in my life. Uh, I did not medal. I think I placed 11th, but I did fight at the top of my abilities at that time. And I did have a great time. And I had a great experience. I got to, you know, compete in the motherland of karate. And I got to come a little bit closer to the gap, you know. I narrowed the gap and came closer to my dreams. And step by step, my life became better and better. I started winning more and more. And uh, what I accomplished later is, is for another story, but I'm super proud of that. 
But, you know, stop fearing failure. I think that's the, that's the number one thing. Don't dread, dread failure or uh, not being enough or not, you know, reaching the full immense of that gap. Goals are not always there to be met. They are a way to, you know, have somewhere to go. And during the way, you might realize that this is not your goal or you might get, you might do even cooler things than the goal or you, you might just succeed and then you set a new goal and you have fun with this because life is pretty amazing when you have the energy to go after the things that you love. And I promise you, it's so worth it. It's so worth it to play at the best level of your life and, and, and do the things that you want. Be positive. Enjoy the journey. And that's a fucking cliche, but it's true. Enjoy every day because the end result is not always what is going to make you happy. Be present and do the things that you love and live fully and you know, make sure to have an amazing life. Again, if you're struggling right now, I just want to say I love you. You're important to me. Please reach out to me at Peter Jumrukovsky on Instagram or info at ilsuccess.com. Also, share this podcast with somebody that needs to hear this mes message. Uh, we want to reach millions and millions of people. We can't do it ourselves. So please, please help us. And I hope this show was important to you i hope you learned something new i hope you're ready to believe in yourself and also believe in others support others that are on their journey and i hope you can take away the negativity from your life and start having more positive things and and don't give up on your dreams don't give up on your dreams life is here life is now life is beautiful i love you i see you and see you next week. Take care.